And especially after all the things he was saying. About, I like, know. He's like, don't worry. Yes. I know this will be exceedingly painful for you. I will never go to <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. And we have an episode for you today. Are you going to make it through this episode? Uh, <laughs> I was telling you yesterday, like, I'm so tired of like, you got the tissue box. <laughs> I, I like literally just moved the tissue box uh, to within reach. Just I am having like all of these hormone issues. Mm. I like... T a little TMI, but like I got some blood work done and one of my thyroid hormones or antibodies is like off the charts, mm. which could mean that I have an autoimmune disorder called Hashimoto's, which attacks the thyroid, which means I could potentially have my thyroid taken out. But right now you, you know, do it in small steps. They've added like a thyroid medication, but it takes time for it to work. And I was, I had tried going on birth control because I don't want to worry about getting pregnant. And then it was giving me hormone migraines. Oh, and so then I saw a neurologist and he was like, you're just prone to migraines. You're fine. Uh -huh. And it's just your hormones. And so then I went off the birth control. I mean, I'm just all over the place. I mean, I'm crying at pictures of cats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you name it. Something sappy comes my way. I start crying. And what's the? I think the funniest part about it is for probably 30 years of my life, maybe 30. I've never been a big crier. Like mm -hmm. I never cry. I mean, I mean, cried like when I was sad, but like I didn't cry at my wedding. I don't cry at movies. I didn't cry like at nothing. And I yeah. always would, I'd make fun of you or my mom when like you guys would tear up and like, are you tearing up? Yeah. Like, cause it makes me uncomfortable a little <laughs> bit. And now I'm just like, Welcome. Like that we Jared and I went and saw the Suicide Squad last night. Yeah. And at the end, like spoiler alert, um, when the bird per or the rat person. Oh yeah. When we she's like weasel or whatever. Yeah. When she's or like, no, oh the, oh the little girl who controls yeah, rats. Like yeah, huge yeah. spoiler alert. So if you need to fast forward, fast forward like ten seconds. Um, when she's crying over the dot guy dying. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even notice that. I know because I try and hold it in. That's so. Because I don't like it when people see my emotions, which oh, is like so gotta... interesting about this podcast. Yeah, let yeah. it out. Just let just let them fly. So real quick, let's do yeah. some housekeeping. Great. Um, we are going to talk about one of our sponsors, V Fresh. V Fresh has products that empower women um, to take back their vaginal care. I'm mm -hmm. a huge fan. It's woman-owned, women empowerment. Um, the products are freaking amazing. I still use the boric acid suppositories, which help with yeast infections and bacterial vaginosis. It just helps balance the pH. Um, they have a, a wash that you can use to keep everything fresh. Mm -hmm. There's a V-Tract that helps keep your urinary function healthy. Um, and then I believe they have a new product that would be uh, like a wipe that you use after, oh, yeah. after sex. Oh, after sex yeah. wipe. And I use my boric acid suppositories after I have sex and um, a, a couple days before my period and then at the end of my period. And it helps like the infection. I haven't gotten one in ages. Wow. So um, 
If you want 10% off your first order, you're going to go to vfresh, V-E-E-Fresh.com and type in or use code HELLO2021. Mm-hmm. HELLO2021 at checkout, 10% off your first order. Get it in bulk. Yeah. I promise you, you'll love it. Yeah. And it, and it helps support the show and we appreciate that. It, it's like one of, it's our best sponsor. Yeah. That's why you guys hear it every time. <laughs> um, so anyway, and then we have the Patreon. This is like, uh, you don't need to buy product. It's $3 a month. You can pledge more or less if you'd like. Patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. And um, we want to be supported by our listeners because we love you guys and we want to keep the show going. And mm-hmm. I think it's like a builds community and like, yeah. you know, as our show grows and the community grows, like, you know, like maybe we'll be able to bring back merch. Like a, fun, yeah. like a hoodies called manlyhood. Yes. Yeah. You said the word manlyhood on what last week's episode? Last week's episode. Yeah. And one of our listeners is like, okay, well now I can't wait for my manlyhood hoodie to come yeah, out. Let's which go. Is let's cred, get them. cred to Jared. Um, <laughs> and then the, the, another huge thing you can do is subscribe, rate and review on Apple podcasts. Um, if you have not rated, it takes 30 seconds, open up the app, type in hello and goodbye, scroll down to the bottom, hit the five stars, you could leave a review that's just like, I love you guys. That's it. And then it'll we'll help take us out. It. We'll yeah. take it. Okay. So lots to talk about. Uh-huh. Let's go to you. What do you, what do you got going on? So it's interesting, right? So I think I told this story a few weeks ago that like through our Patreon, I reconnected with someone that I knew. Oh yeah. 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 And we've been talking and she's really cool. She's really smart. We're enjoying talking to each other. And then this thing comes up. Where it's like, well, hey, is is this something? Are we, you know, like yeah, like, like why are we talking? Kind of, yeah. And I think it sort of started out as like, oh, we've been friends in the past, and you know, kind of, you know, it didn't start out as like, oh, like 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 as explicitly romantic, right? And and neither one of us has said like, well, what is this? Or I'm having feelings for you, or like blah blah blah, but. There's some of that, I feel like, you know, like there's some of like, well, I wonder what this is. Like, sure, absolutely. And, I, like, and you guys are both way more patient than me. I would have asked the second phone call. <laughs> That's fine. I would have been like, what are we? And and maybe there's like a little bit more of that on her end. Mm-hmm. Like, because... You're just like not in the space. Yeah, because I'm not in the space of like wanting this to like wanting the snowball to like roll down the hill to like something bigger or whatever. Yeah, you're enjoying the friendship, you're enjoying the camaraderie and like kind of like reminiscing about Yeah, and just like and just connecting with someone mm-hmm. on an intellectual level that's cool and now like on an emotional level in some ways. Yeah, you said to me you were like she reads more books than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is fun. <laughs> but any so I mean, I've, I've been trying to figure out like how do I feel about it? Because and I was talking to you a little bit about this last night when we were hanging out. I think I really like getting to know people. Like I love like asking people questions and and like not in a sort of voyeuristic way like oh I want people to like tell me all their like secrets because that makes me feel like excited or whatever because like I like opening up too. Mm-hmm. And I think I really like and am good at affirming people. Mhm. And that makes me feel good to, like, say yes to someone, like, hey, I think you're great or whatever, because I think everybody's great. And and so I think what happens is that I need to figure out, like, 
I enjoy that. And is that separate from I'm attracted to this person. This person brings like joy and things that I want into my life that I would want to pursue a romantic relationship. And also I think that when people like me, when, 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 you know, women I'm talking to express that they're interested in me, maybe this is going to sound weird, but I'm like, I never know of like, you might just like that I'm open and affirming and like interested in who you are, understanding who you mm -hmm. are in a way that has nothing to do with who I actually am. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be like, I'm a huge pain in the ass. I'm a big baby. I'm like very stuck in my ways. Like yes to all those things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think it may be some things to look at and, and continue the work that you're doing is yeah. like, maybe don't, give all of those things away well but it doesn't feel like i'm i'm not betraying myself i'm not like selling myself out well, like I, it's just like well, how i enjoy well, interacting I, with people i know but what i'm saying is like just hold back a little bit yeah maybe and let them ask you some questions and get to know you and like i mean we're gonna talk about love bombing today but you know part of love bombing is i idealizing the person Mm. without really getting to know what's underneath. And then when you find out what's underneath, you're like, whoa, this isn't what I thought this was going to be. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm not saying like this person is doing that at all. No, yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. But one of your things that you've expressed a lot is that you have a hard time showing up as you. Yeah. Because you kind of, you're, it's so easy for you to, to be the person that they need you to be. Mm-hmm. And then you get tired and you can't sustain it. And, yeah. you know, and then you don't feel seen. Yeah. And so, and I think that's, that's really wise perspective. And I think what's been cool about, you know, like talking to this person is I'm sort of in live time, like, and, and because it is so slowed down, mm -hmm. like, of like, wow, like, how do I feel about this? Like, where am I? And, and I hadn't actually thought of that until you just said that, said it, but the idea that like, I don't know, am I doing more of that focusing on the other person because it keeps me safe? Mm -hmm, less vulnerable. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, and I'm also, and, and that, that's, I, I think probably true. And I'm probably doing that a lot right now because I am not wanting to be vulnerable, right? Like I'm not like in a place to kind of like open up and, and go there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's okay. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know, figuring stuff out. Well, I think that's exciting. It is kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know. Your, your smirk. It is kind of cool. <laughs> um, but I think, thankfully for our listeners, you're having enough adventures <laughs> to, to make up for my very boring, uh, like, hibernation period. Uh, okay. Before we get into the story, I want to say a few um, things out, out of the gate. Um, one, I think this person is a phenomenal person. Okay. And I really like him still, really. Um, and I don't think he meant to hurt me. And I 
I think his actions were solely his own stuff. Hmm. And um, I don't. I want to be sure that we don't bash him today. We're not talking bad about him. And we're going to say things of our perspective of what we think happened. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like, he has a side of the story, too. Absolutely. So um, I just want to make sure that everybody knows that I have a lot of respect for this person, mm-hmm. even with how things went down. Uh-huh. Um, the second thing is we need to talk about vaccines for a second. Because vaccines is a huge part of this story. Uh-huh. Um, and I really liked how you, when I was telling you what happened yesterday, I really liked how you kind of broke down why it's so important for me to be with someone who is vaccinated mm-hmm. and who believes in the vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who like are like, ah, I don't like this. I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't believe in the vaccine mandate. I don't believe in vaccines. I don't want to get vaccinated. Like, I want you to feel comfortable continuing to listen to the story because we're again, we're not going to bash people who aren't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember that my truth is this is someone who I want. I want to have a partner in life. And to me, this is a values thing. Yeah. And an ethics thing. And you may disagree with that, but this is important to me. So, um, you know, again, I'm not trying to project on you guys. You have a right to your own beliefs, but mm-hmm. we are going to share with you what our beliefs are. Yeah. What, what, what did you say about? Yeah. So, I mean, and it, it's interesting because, uh, you know, you posted on Instagram your list that you've made mm-hmm. of like your ideal partner. Yeah. And in an interview that's coming out in a few weeks, we talked to someone about this idea and and this person we interviewed was like, make your list and stick to it like mm-hmm. religiously. Mm-hmm. Like that needs to be like your guiding light and being vaccinated is on your list, right? Well, it actually isn't. Oh, what is it? So I, I actually, so after we met, I looked at the list again um, and vaccination was not on there. Liberal was... Hmm. empathy kindness yeah well and so that's yeah so that's what we were talking about last night is this idea that it's not just this one quote-unquote political issue but it's important to you because it's sort of like a signifier Mm -hmm. of is this person someone whose values being caring towards others above like their own personal yeah, their own personal it. comfort or whatever, or yeah. just like, hey, look, maybe I don't think I need it, but if it might keep one person a little bit more safe, then why not, mm-hmm. right? And also, you know, I think believes in science and stuff like that. And like, what is part of your truth and your worldview, right? Is like, your father is a healthcare professional, mm-hmm. right? Like, he works in hospitals. And he's 81. Yes. And yeah. And therefore vulnerable. And so, and, and, you know, both of your parents who are over 65, right? Mm -hmm. Like you live with them. And so this is a constant everyday thing to you Mm -hmm. of like having to be aware of like their safety and the way your actions and the actions of everyone around you are impacting you and therefore impacting their safety Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so well and what's also interesting is even though it's not on my list the the i had my coaching session with victoria 
Mm-hmm. Um, the one that we had on the, the dating coach that we had on the show yes. two weeks ago. Yes. Um, Victoria Moretti. Yes. Yeah. And in that coaching session, I very exacerbatingly <laughs> said, is that a word? Uh, go, I'm, I'm trying okay. to figure out what you're trying to say. Like, go ahead. I said, I want to be with someone who believes in the vaccinations and believes in the vaccine mandate. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I was frustrated. It was a frustration thing. And then I had a FaceTime call with this dude. So let's, let's kind of, that's yeah. like a little teaser. Okay. So the guy, the guy that we talked about last week that was, Again, kind of moderate, conservative. We, you know, he said we have all these things different, which is true. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we had sex and then he bailed on me and it, you know, I was bummed and felt stupid. And so I'm like, you know what? One of our listeners, Allison, had she had been talking that she had been on Tinder mm-hmm. um, because where she lives, Bumble isn't as like. You know? Popular like this, and, yeah. And to be frank, like I posted something on Instagram, but I feel like Bumble does sometimes encourage men to like not put an effort in mm. because the woman's has to make the first move. Yeah. And I'm just kind of tired of it. And so I downloaded yeah. Tinder. Okay. The night that everything ended with that other guy. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. Like, I'm just going to try this. Mm-hmm. Um, and almost immediately matched with this guy. Now, I did send the first message. Okay. But it was something super, like, I loved his profile, very handsome. Um, and it was something like, what adventure are we going on first? Because in his profile, it was like, love's adventure, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then he answered, well, how about to the Eastern Sierras? And I was like, love it. And I said, well, we should probably meet first. And it was like, it was cute. Banter. Yeah, like a real good banter. Yeah. Yeah. So then we talked a little bit and then the following day we talked a little bit and he gave me, he handed me like, or not handed me, but he was like, here's my number, text me anytime. And so we had made plans to have a FaceTime date and I kind of didn't hear from him for, for a few hours and he texted me. He's like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I just got out of training. I'm getting ready to go and massage. I'll text you right after. So like already very communicative, very reassuring. Yes. So I was like, Oh, great. So I got on a FaceTime call with him actually an hour before you came over and the same day that I had that coaching session with Victoria and it was amazing. Like it was, it wasn't like immediately like spark attraction. Like I want to rip your clothes off, but I just really, he was like charismatic and sweet and asking me questions and the Mm -hmm. conversation just flowed. He was funny and attractive and um then in the middle of the conversation he goes well listen i i have to tell you something mm-hmm. he's like there is one caveat um that i saw on your profile and on my profile at the end of it i said vaccinated only please mm-hmm. and then even on my photos i said vaccine saves lives so obviously i'm like pro vaccine yes and he said i'm not vaccinated and I just like I didn't respond right away because like I I was so like what like why and and so I just I just asked him like well wh- why 
Yeah. And and then he went on. He's like, well, peop- my family is. And they keep asking me, why haven't you got it yet? And, it, and he's like, and the truth is, is he's like, I'm just, I'm really fit. I'm active. My immune system's great. He's like, why would I need it? And he's like, but I will let you know that I think it's coming soon at work mm-hmm. that we're going to have to get the mandate or the vaccine. Yeah. And he's like, and so I will be getting it at some point. And I'm like, well, why are you waiting for someone to tell you to do it? Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. So it's not like he wasn't anti-vaccine. He didn't not believe in the vaccine. But he couldn't grasp why he felt like it came out way too soon. And he couldn't grasp, like, why he needed it because he would be fine. And his big thing was... If it pa- if you can pass it even after being vaccinated, then why get vaccinated if you at all? Can, if you can sort of catch and transmit COVID Correct. even if you're vaccinated. Correct. Which I think is a valid question. And um, Yeah, but that's like, you know, there's that thing where people are like, well, if the if the seatbelts work, why do you need airbags in the car? You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> I like, actually... Well, let's have both. Yeah, right? and I brought that up and he was like, well, I didn't even wear my seatbelt today. I'm like... <laughs> I think he has a hard time being told what to do. He He's very stubborn. He has a mind of his own. Uh-huh. So anyway, I just, I, which by the way, yes, you can get COVID if you're vaccinated. However, the, the rate of getting it and transmitting it is so much lower than if you're not vaccinated. And people are dying who are young and unvaccinated absolutely so no one is like just because you have an immune system like a great immune system or whatever you're still prone to being really sick or giving it to someone else who's not vaccinated and they're really sick and and my whole thing is like we just need to all be in this together if it's just one group project where everybody gets along and we Mm -hmm. all come together as a team and we realize and this is kind of what i said to him and i was very calm about it but i said I said, you seem, I don't know you, but from the things that you've told me, you seem like a really empathetic and kind person. Mm -hmm. And I said, and to me, that's why we do the vaccine. Mm -hmm. That's why we take it. Because it's not about us. It's about everybody else that is affected by those people who are not getting vaccinated. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then he would kind of was like, yeah, I see your point and blah, blah, blah. And he was like talking and kind of talking in circles. And by the end of him talking in circles, he had kind of talked himself into getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I, he's like, I, I, you know, he was just kind of stumped. Like he realized, yeah, it was, he was being dumb. Okay. I mean, did he say like, I'm going to get the vaccine or, or, or was he like, wow, like, you know, that's a really interesting perspective. Like you've given me a lot to think about. Kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Plus he was still banking that his work was going to make him get the vaccine anyway. Yeah. So I felt like that was enough of a response and conversation that I felt comfortable moving forward because he wasn't. Yeah. No, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Yeah, he wasn't like these no. other two dudes you talked about who like started like yelling about feminism exactly. in the bar, yes, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, he wasn't like a yeah. maniac about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we talked and we were, you know, texting back and forth. Like, I'm super excited to meet you. Met up the following day. Um, and it was just fun and easy. And he's like, 
way more attracted than attractive than any of my exes. Mm. Tall, which no shame on short guys. It's just it's help. It's I like it. I prefer it. <laughs> Shout out short kings. <laughs> Shout out to all the short kings. Um, and and open doors for me. Paid for. Didn't even let me grab my card. Like these are and again, like I'm. You know, these are all things that I like. These are preferences and. Um, we kiss. Well, the, these are preferences, and also like they're showing you that like he seems very interested in 100%. you as well, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We kissed, and there was a point where we were kind of gazing at each other. And we realized like we both really like each other, and like this mm-hmm. could be exciting. And then we went to my office, and we made out a little bit, and then we went and played pool, and then we came back, and then we were like, we need to go home, or we're gonna have sex. Mm. Like we need to cut this off because we were you know, had been drinking and getting a little hot and chemistry and physicality was there and all yep. of that. So we call it a night and it was, it, the series of events following, which this, again, this was only about a week long, mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of an ex-boyfriend of mine. Hmm. This, they did the same like athletic sport. Okay. That they were really intense about, did every day. Um, it just, it, he was just a, a, an intense person. Oh yeah. And I'm attracted to that mm-hmm. because I'm an intense person and I need someone who can keep up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, but different in that he kept saying, he's like, like we had made a plan to like, we're going to wait to have sex for two weeks at least. It's a good plan. I support that. Um, so we put like, a, I originally said a month. He's like, uh, and I'm like, I'm like, how about two weeks? He's like, okay, that's much more doable. Um, I like how you first said we made a plan. <laughs> and then it turns out it was this negotiation. Well, what's inter- what happened? Well, okay. So the following day we, he, we FaceTimed, uh-huh. he texted me, he reaffirmed me. Then the following day, we were trying to figure out when we were going to get together. And he's like, well, listen, like, I'm training late, but I want to come see you. And I said, well, if you want to drive to Redlands, because he lived near uh, about 30 minutes away. Okay. I said, I'm exhausted. I hadn't been feeling good the day before. I said, if you want to drive to Redlands for like an hour, like you're more than welcome to, but I can't come to you and Mm -hmm. I can't meet you halfway. So like, I want you to know that. I, I like putting an effort, but right now, like, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I want to see you, so I'll come out. Oh, wow. So I made him a sandwich. That was nice of you. And we met at my office and hung out for an hour and a half. Mutual effort, sure. Yeah. Love it. And we made out and fooled around, and he said to me while we were making out, he's like, I just want you to know, like, getting to know you is more important to me than being physical. Yeah. It just, you know, and... Which m- immediately, like, melted you. Oh, 100%. 100%. That's, like, that's exactly what you want to hear yes. from a man. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. But I really actually, I believed him. Absolutely. And I, felt, and I truly yes. think that he meant it. I, I do too. Because he wasn't, there was no pushiness. There was, yep. he would ask me, like, is this too much? Like, you know, very respectful. And um, then... I was dog sitting uh-huh. in the same town close to where he lives. Got it. So he came over a couple days later and we made like a night out of it. Like he, um, I had had a really like frustrating hard day and I was going to make us some food cause I had gotten this food. I'm trying not to eat out as much. Um, shout out to Brenda. Um, 
And, but I, like, he called me and I was, like, kind of freaking out about us a little bit because it was moving fast. It was moving fast. He was texting me all the time and calling me all the time. And I thought about something that my therapist told me recently where it's, like, continue to explore the guys that you feel smothered by hmm. because you're so used to the guys that you have to chase. Interesting. So be, you know, it's going to feel weird. Yeah. And I, and I don't feel smothered, but I've started feeling nervous because it yeah. was a lot. And, um, so he, we, I called him. He's like, listen, can you get, sorry. What, what felt like a lot? Like, when did you start to feel nervous? <sighs> All of the, I can't wait to see you. How are you? Um, I really like you like, because I really liked him too, Yeah. but it felt a little love bomby. Okay. Yeah. Like. Like, like it was too a lot much too soon. Too much too soon. Yeah. And and a lot of things that he said, which were so sweet, but it reminded me of something that this ex had said. Yeah. And um so he came over, he offered to get takeout since I was really tired, which is so sweet. Showed up with flowers, wow. takeout, a pumpkin pie, which is so cute because we had had a conversation on Monday, that Monday about pumpkin pie versus apple pie. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it it just melted me. I almost started crying, like, yeah. when he brought me that stuff. Of, yeah. of course, I've been crying, like, everything. <laughs> he could have brought me, like, a pad of a pencil and a piece of paper, and I'd be like... <laughs> oh, you brought me something. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, comes in, and we eat. So I finally had some food in me, and I just said, listen, I, I would love to have a conversation with you about kind of where things are going. And I said, I think some of my feelings today are because this is terrifying. Hmm. This is fucking terrifying because I like you and this feels familiar hmm. and it's very vulnerable and I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, yeah, he's like, it is fucking terrifying. And it was like, just nice to hear that from him yeah. too. Cause in the past I've gotten like, no, I'm not scared at all. Yeah. You know, it was nice to hear that. And he was just like, he's like, I, he's like, you're different. Like you're different than any other woman I've ever dated. Mm -hmm. He's like, and I feel different about differently about you. Mm-hmm. And then he said that he had called a friend and wanted to talk to a friend about me. And and he's like, I'm not going to tell you what I said. I just said some really nice things. And his, but then he told me his friend's response and his friend's response was, yeah, he's like those, when I met my wife, those are the things that she had. Hmm. So then I'm like, So oh! this is so fascinating because on one hand, like it's so great that he, his response to you was so validating mm -hmm. and very like sort of emotionally mature and mm -hmm. secure and all these things. And it seems like y you're, you're experiencing this whole thing as like, wow, this feels amazing. And there's like this little alarm bell going yeah. off because the, and tell me if I'm right about this, the ex of yours that you were seeing some similarities with was a situation where it was very sudden, very intense, very he, overwhelming. And then 
very terrible like the horrible explosions yeah, and, and conflict that happened afterwards yeah. Right? yeah yeah and if you're if you have been listening to a while the, the ex we're talking about is not the one that i was with during the podcast it's yes. previous it was an emotion or was a, an emotionally and um verbally abusive relationship Yes, it was short and very short intense and, and toxic. Yes. And he told me he was falling in love with me after a week. And it was just very intoxicating. And then he basically, after a month, was like, oh, you're not who I thought you were. And I was actually like into you because of like this thing. Mm -hmm. And and now and, and then after the relationship told me he never loved me at all. Hmm. Wow. So, so, but, 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 so what's interesting is like, you're sort of like, I think if it was, if it was identical to that former toxic relationship, you would have been like, let me get out. Yeah. But it wasn't. It's but been it like wasn't. a healthier version of and it, that. Yeah. It's like, like that stuff is still kind of there, but all this really healthy seeming yes. stuff is also really Exactly. There. So yeah. because, because the healthier stuff was there, I was trying really hard to just show up. Mm -hmm. and just continue to collect data. And like self-soothe and like self take care of yourself, go slow. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it, the the one really yellow flag, yellowish, orangish, red, <laughs> was he said, I feel like I've known you forever. Mm. And that's been said to me multiple times. And what it usually means is you have just met someone that aligns with all of the trauma that you're used to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, and um and it did feel like it did feel like we've known each other. Like it just felt natural. It felt good. It, yeah. And and remember how like a few episodes ago was like I'm going to manifest this. I want to be with someone on my birthday. Mm. And I was thinking like here here the he is. <laughs> here he is. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, I did feel better after that conversation. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, he was like, he's like, listen, he's like, I promise you that if my feelings change, I will communicate that to you. Wow. Foreshadowing. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to leave you high and dry. Um, he's oh, like, no. I got you. I'm team L. Okay. Okay. So the rest of the night goes great. We're, you know, making out, fooling around. He told me that I give the best hand jobs. Oh, that's that's exciting. That's I a good like compliment. honestly, that's the most exciting thing about this story <laughs> because I always thought like my hand jobs were like lacking. Uh -huh. I've really been working on them. Did you do research? Um, I I would ask, you know, yeah, sure. my partners like yeah, what yeah. they like. I I would make him come and like. A minute wow good for you i know he was like he's like i can't even do that yeah he's like i don't know what you do but maybe i need to try it hey did this happen more than once yeah two i gave him two hand jobs in one night no two different nights Got but it. he came in a minute each time wow i know that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should start a coaching program for this for yeah um Okay, so cuddled all night. He left in the morning. So sweet. Did you guys sleep at your office? No, this oh, was this in was where I was talking. Where you were sitting. Yeah, yeah, okay, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. Um, 
and reassured me all the next day, the yep. whole next day. Reassurance called me. Um, like you, when you say reassurance, like was like he was reaching out, like I'm thinking about you. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. he he has he gave me the most reassurance that any guy has ever given me. Okay. Combined. Okay. And I'm like <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's amazing. Yeah. Like I, I literally manifested this guy mm -hmm. because he fits all of these things minus the, the whole, vaccine. The vaccine piece. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, next day happens. I'm tired. I mean, at this point, I'm getting five hours of sleep a night because you know when you first are talking to someone, like it's hard to to like get sleep. Your energy's all wired up. Well, it's hard stuff. for yeah, me yeah. to sleep next to someone too that I am new and I get hot and need to move and anyway mm -hmm. um so i'm that's true yeah i'm yeah. exhausted i'm supposed to start my period my hormones are insane uh-huh um and you know i'm having all these migraines my eyes hurt like there's all these things happening and because i was house sitting for like where he was close to work and live and whatever it just kind of made sense for him to come over again. Okay. And it was a later night. So he would basically come over. We'd eat. We'd talk a little bit. Then we'd go to bed. Mm -hmm. And then wake up in the morning, he leaves. So to me, it didn't seem too much too soon because yeah. it wasn't like we were spending, you know, 10 hours talking and sure. hanging out. Yeah. And he kept bringing me food. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, important and powerful. Yeah. So we're sitting at dinner and I started, I was, I had been freaking out all day. Just again, like trying to self-soothe, like all of this reassurance and communication and contacting and scared that it was this X happening all over again. So that's what the voice in your head that was freaking out was saying. Was. Of like, ooh, maybe don't trust this. This feels like this other thing from the past. Like if I, like if I really fall for this guy, he's eventually going to abandon me and be like, oh yeah, I guess I didn't love you. Hmm. And I know. It's, so what's so hard is in that moment, it's hard to know is this my relationship fears and anxieties holding me back? Or is this like- Like a gut. A really wise- Right. Part of me, like that sort of gut feeling that knows something's off. And yeah. like when you're in that moment, you don't know which you one don't it know. is. Well, yeah. and I was trying not to self-sabotage because all these other things had been so amazing. Yeah. So we're eating dinner and somehow vaccines get brought up. I don't remember. I think I. I think he was talking about again the work. He had a work call tomorrow, and he was sure they were going to talk about vaccines. And I just said, I don't know why you just don't get vaccinated. Like you don't want to be told what to do. So why are you waiting for your work to tell you what to do? Mm -hmm. And then we went into the same thing over again. But I felt like his tune changed a little bit, and I felt like he was more adamant about why he didn't think he needed it. And mm. it just felt like he was being like playing devil's advocate, even though he knew it like bothered me. And so I'm tired. I'm irritated now. I'm 
hormonal, <laughs> freaking out. And like, I just kind of lose it. Mm. And, and I didn't lose it. And I wasn't screaming. I wasn't yelling at him. I did cuss when I was saying something about a political party, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I don't think he liked because he has friends that are in the, you know, that believe those things. And mm-hmm. I mean, I do too. I'm not going to cut people out of my life. Yeah. But he, this is different. He would be my partner. Yep. And basically, I was like, I'm getting heated. I, I, I was like, I, I, I could tell he was taken aback by my response hmm. of how extreme it was like that. Yeah. And I just said, listen, I said, I'm sorry. I'm getting really heated. I think we just need to table this conversation. I, I said, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something to like, well, why are, why are you getting heated? And I said, I'm frustrated because I had told myself that I wouldn't date someone who wasn't vaccinated. And I said, I have spent months advocating for the vaccine, advocating on the podcast, on my social media. My whole family is vaccinated. My dad won't even be friends with someone who's not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So how can I justify it? Mm -hmm. And it was, I think that's harsh, but it was true. Yeah. And he asked me about my feelings and that's how I felt. And that's what I was going through. And I think that was so painful and hurtful to him in that he felt like I was going to leave him and abandon him for something that really didn't matter to him. Mm-hmm. He could, he didn't understand why it mattered. I, I don't know this to be true, but it seemed like he didn't really understand how that could be something that would make me not want to be with him. Mm. So it, it got, it just kind of went back and forth for a little bit. And when I start arguing with a partner and I feel like the relationship is threatened. This person's going to leave me. I go into what I call an anxious freeze. Hmm. I can't process. I can't make eye contact. I can't move. Like, I I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think what he was needing was reassurance and eye contact and me being like, I, I want to be with you. We'll get past this. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do that in that moment. Was he like kind of like reaching out and trying to make no. attempts to like sort of reconnect to you or like? No. Okay. <laughs> but but it, it got to the point where he was like, I think I should go. Mm-hmm. And you need to, you, it sounds like you need to take the time to figure this out. And I just want you to know, like, I will be here. Like, I'm Team L, mm-hmm. and I hope I, I hope that you make the decision that is best for you, but obviously I, I want to be with you. Cause something to that effect. Yeah. He started tearing up and kind of crying mm-hmm. at a point, which was really endearing, but also like, wow, he that's how intense his feelings were. And, mm-hmm. and I started crying too, but I think more of like, he was now going to leave, which brings up all of my abandonment stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And I kept going up to him and I, kept, I tried to hold his hand. I tried to, and I was just like, I want you to oh, stay. Oh, so now you're making the bids yes. to reconnect. Yes. Okay. And I was like, I want you to stay. Like, I don't want you to go. Like, we can just go to bed. Like, we'll talk about it tomorrow, you know. And he just refused to stay. He needed to go. And I just, at, at some point I was like, okay, this is a boundary that he's making for himself. He needs to get sleep. He's feeling upset. I'm not going to you know, force him. Mm -hmm. Like I need to respect this boundary, mm -hmm. which is hard for an anxious attachment. Sure. So he leaves and I call him right away. I was just hoping we could talk more on his drive and doesn't answer. I called again, doesn't answer. I called again, doesn't answer. And finally, I think, I think I sent a text. And then finally, when we got home, he did send me a text. And in the text, it was basically like, I just want you to know that I like basically the same thing. Like I'll be here. I'm team L, but he sent me the kissy emoji without the heart, which is interesting. It was like, is that, that's like a noticeable departure from what he would do previous. hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. Like it's very weird. It was like, it was like, I recognize it right away. And I was just so hurt that he had left that I just responded. Okay. Um, I'm glad you made it home safe. I also forgot to mention that in the text that he sent me when he got home, um, he said, like, I would really like to get together and talk with you all about it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, he said, we can pick this up tomorrow if you'd like. Get some rest. I'll text you in the morning. Uh-huh. And um, good night, just so you know I'm T-Mail. So I just want to, I went ahead and, like, pulled up my, the text messages here because my brain is a little foggy. Um so he didn't text me in the morning. <laughs> surprise, surprise. The big reveal. I texted him around 8. And I said, did you sleep okay? Heading into PT. I'll text you when I reach out. Or I'll text you um, if you don't reach out. Does he normally text like before 8? Yes. He, he's been super good about initiating. Like he, every time we get off the phone, he's like, I'll text. I'll, don't worry, I'll text you in the morning. And what time does he usually text you? Like 8-ish. Like okay. seven forty five eight. Okay. But I mean, I had texted good morning because I think it's okay for me to text good sure. morning too. Yeah. And then I and then I, he didn't reach out, mm -hmm. and I was just like, you know, I'm gonna send some voice texts because I don't know if he's being like avoidant or if he feels. You know what I felt like is I felt like he felt so insecure because he didn't know where he was at with me because I was the one that said I didn't think that I could date someone, so I wanted to give him some reassurance. So I sent some voice texts, basically just being like, I want to get to know you more. I want to continue to be with you. That's more important to me than the 67% of unvaccinated Republicans. Mm -hmm. And I, I want you to know, like, I miss you. Mm -hmm. And I thought about you all night. Mm -hmm. He responded... Um, actually pretty quick after those voice okay. messages. And he said, hey, um, you know, good morning. I had the, quite the morning with work so far. I would still like to talk to you when I'm off today. I hope you have a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so then I'm like, okay, I understand. Um, thanks for letting me know. I just wanted to express some things in the voice text, but we can wait to talk when you're done. I finish work at 4.30. Hope you have a great day. And then he kind of made a joke. Um, and then he said, also, I just wanted to say I'm sorry for leaving you the way it, 
I did. Hmm. It hurt me. And I know how hard that had to make you feel. And that's not something I'm proud of. Hmm. Okay. So he's already giving me he's reassurance. Like self-aware. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I said, thank you. I appreciate your apology. I'm sorry I hurt you too. Hmm. Okay. And then he goes, I'm not mad at you at all. I just felt very vulnerable yesterday and I got scared if I'm being honest. Wow. Okay. And I said, I know. I said, I really do understand. Um, conversations like those where the relationship feels threatened causes me to enter into a freeze stage. That's why I just wanted to go to bed with you because I knew we'd feel better in the morning. Um, but I also get that you needed sleep, blah, blah, blah. So we're kind of going back and reassuring each other. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, it wasn't. Because I had asked him, do you think it was a flight response? He goes, no, it wasn't a flight response. I could tell where you were at and how it was impacting you. So I think he could tell that I was in that kind of, mm, okay. you know, yeah. sure. And I want to, I, this is so wild reading these back. Why? I want to build something with you. And although my actions were harsh, it was to give a little bit of time to process and regroup. You're worth taking that time to see what's possible. Wow. Okay. So he's really, he's really telling you. Like I'm, I'm still, still here. here. We're we're in this. Yes. Okay. Um, and then I said, I appreciate that. I I just didn't want you to make that decision for me, but I understand that you needed that space. And then I said, I really appreciate your reassurance right now. It's helping me a lot. Because I was super oh, that's anxious. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then I asked him, Did he sleep well? He said, No, I didn't sleep much. You were on my mind. Okay. And then I said, I'm sorry, maybe on a weekday, if we start to disagree, we should just table the conversation if it's super late so we can sleep and get to work more efficiently. I had a repeating dream all night that you kept leaving me laugh out loud. Um, and then he did like the little sad face. And I said, anyway, if you want to continue texting, we can, or if you just need the day, I can give you the space and wait till you're done. Uh-huh. <laughs> What are you laughing at? Nothing. I just keep going. <laughs> okay. So that so I, I I'm I'm waiting for the exciting conclusion of the story. So then he didn't text me for a while, and then he said, Sorry, I'm slammed with work right now. And I said, No worries. And then I didn't hear from him again. And I said, Is everything Oh no, wait. No, yeah, I texted him like an hour later, says everything okay. He goes, Yeah, it's just been one of those days. Is this now like after work time? No. Okay. He's still kind of, he's at the end of the day. So it says he, I'm off in an hour. I'll call you once I'm off. And I said, well, I, I teach till 430 and he goes, oh, okay. Well, just call me when you're done. I hope you have a wonderful day of teaching. Just a heads up. This is still him. You're still running all through my mind. Okay. And I said, same. Okay. So 430 goes by and I said, Hey, I'm ready. If you are FaceTime or phone, no answer. Uh -huh. so I called him. He did answer, but okay. I could barely hear him. The reception was off. And I said, where are you? And he was like, oh, I went to a park. I, I really need to get like an upper body workout in before I go do this thing for my family tonight. Okay. And I was like, oh, so you need to do that right now? And he's like, yeah, like I just really need to get it done. Like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like the 4.30 time that we had, I mean, I didn't say this, but this is what I think in my yeah, head. Sure. Like, so we had made a time together to uh -huh. talk. Yep. And now we're not doing that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, do your thing. We'll talk later. Mm -hmm. He told me he would call me about 830. I didn't hear anything. Yep. 
I texted him about 20 minutes after 8.30 and I said, hey, I'm assuming you're still with your family. I haven't heard from you. Um, are you still open to talking tonight? Mm -hmm. And then he just sends me a picture of him and his family. And I said, I'm tired. Are you going to be much longer? Because he sent me the picture like, mm, like a half hour after I sent that. Okay. He said... Blah, blah, blah. I'm tired too. Go ahead and head off to bed. It's been quite the 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> I said, I wish you would have communicated earlier because I had 830 in my head and then I was just waiting. Uh huh. And he goes, I'm sorry I was playing and hanging with them. Wasn't intentional, but I'm sorry I didn't reach out. Okay. And then I said, I appreciate your apology. I do feel the need to be transparent here. This whole day has been super shitty. I waited until 4.30 to talk to you, and then you had decided you were going to work out. That tells me that I wasn't a priority or the conversation wasn't. Mm -hmm. Today didn't feel like I got you in Team L. Do you even want to talk? Because it feels like you may be avoiding it. Fair. Yeah. So he says, I understand that and I appreciate you being straightforward with how you're feeling. It's so crazy because this is like a very healthy conversation that is going on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, And he goes, today was a long ass day. You were right. I wasn't ready to talk about everything at 4.30. I didn't want to over the phone. I feel like we needed to be in person, um, which maybe he could have just told me that. Yeah. And he was like... I get that you don't feel like I've shown up for you today, but I was pretty taken back yesterday and that fucked with me to be completely honest. Uh-huh. So now it's like, I don't know. So I said, I understand. Thank you for clarifying and for your apology. Now, the problem is at this point, I should have just stopped with that. Because at this point, I was feeling like this guy is pulling back he is going to abandon me. Yeah. He gave me reassurance all day long. He told me it was my decision. He was going to be here for me. He couldn't wait to talk to me. He wanted to talk to me. He wanted to see me in person. All these things. And now all of a sudden, I it, it was the sentence, I was pretty taken back yesterday. And that fucked with me. And I've, to me, that was like the trigger. Well, yeah. And I mean, and I think what's interesting is like, he is reassuring and responding on one hand and at the same time sort of like ghosting you on yes, the other hand. I know. Right? It's, it's such and, a dichotomy. And weirdly, like you're, you're showing up like and sort of saying what you need and being understanding and not being like over the top anxious right? on one hand. No. But on the other hand... You're also like reaching, you know, like a yeah. lot of texts like throughout yeah. the day when you both had said you were busy and whatever mm -hmm. and everything like that. So like both things are sort of happening at once, like mm -hmm. the healthy, mature discussion and both of you like playing out your stuff, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. So then this next set of texts that I sent him. <laughs> set of texts. <laughs> It's like seven of them in a row. <gasps> I just had a lot to say. And I don't, I'm not good at like putting it all together. And he uh -huh. had sent me a really long text. So I'm like, all right, I can send a long text. <laughs> I said, I understand. Thank you for clarifying. And thank you for your apology. I think we both got hurt yesterday. I guess my question is, do you think we can recover? 
Because if you're this pulled back already and our dynamic has really changed, then maybe like that's a sign. Like how would our fights happen in the future or how would they look? I said, I wanted to talk to you today. I wanted to see you today. I've taken responsibility for my part and I feel like I've been vulnerable. But if that's not being reciprocated, then I need to protect my heart and move on. Mm -hmm. And then I said, also, if you need more clarification from me or more apologies, you can always let me know. I'm not saying I'm doing things right and you're not. Mm -hmm. um, and then I said, I hope this translated in the way that I meant it to be. Please ask me if there's anything you need clarity on. Basically, like in summary, I still like you. I still want to talk. I still want to see you. But I need communication and reciprocation. And if you can't give that, then let me know. Mm -hmm. No response. Mm -hmm. I sent him a voice text the next morning at around 930, which is like late to not hear from him. And it, I don't remember how the voice text was, but I was crying a little bit in it. And just like, I don't understand why I'm not hearing from you. I know this is not like who you are. Like, I know you're, I know that you, you don't come across to me as like a ghoster. Mm -hmm. And like, I just want to, I'm, I said, I'm here all morning. Let me know. I would love to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Um, I said, also, you know, you told me that if you were ever feeling a different way that you would communicate that with me. So is that like something you just said? Like, do you hate me now? I was, I just said, I just don't fucking get this. Mm -hmm. um, and then the final text I sent was, I do care what you feel and think. And I know I can bulldoze and be impatient. If you decide to reach out, I promise I will listen to you, respect your needs and offer comfort. I miss you so much. Hmm. Y'all, never heard from him again. Nothing. Like straight nothing? Nothing. Wow. And I feel like maybe there's a couple sentences or texts in the last thing that I sent him that maybe didn't need to be said or, or I could have waited to say that in person. But I think I was scrambling to get him back to me. Yeah. That I was trying to say, I, I mean, I wanted him to know like it was safe for him to come back that I wanted him to come back and I wanted to talk to him. And, and I know that one of my faults is I can bulldoze. It's, I mean, it's interesting because so I, I part of what I think, I think this is like a hearing those texts back. Like it's, it's a sad situation. It's like a Greg and Katie situation where like, I, you know, I don't know anything about him, but like, it's like, Oh, like neither one of you is being a terrible person here. Right. Right. That's why I said, like, at the very beginning, like, he's not a bad yeah. guy. And, and and what's what's interesting is, because I've been wanting to ask you this kind of all along, it feels like you're starting from when he left that night, you started telling yourself a story that, like, you did something wrong. Yeah, 100%. I still feel that way. I don't think you did anything wrong. Damn it, the tears are going to come. Right? Like this thing, you know. Yeah, ask me the tissue box. But, you know, like this thing of like, you know, you, you know, even the way you tell the story of like, well, I feel like that really scared him. And then he, you know, like, and it's, it's all like, I said the wrong thing. And I think a lot of your then communication, like the next day and after that was like, 
trying to like make up for that when when I I, I don't think yet you, you had anything to make up for and, and it sounds like his initial texts were sort of saying the same thing you know mm -hmm. and and so that's one of my big takeaways is like you didn't do anything wrong and interestingly his words were saying like you don't have to be afraid I'm still here and his actions were saying the opposite mm-hmm and in some ways, your words were saying, you can have space that you need. And your actions were sort of saying the opposite. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think you guys just got caught. I guess, I guess what the space that he needed compared to all of the communication that we had had the following week, like space to me was like yeah take a few hours <laughs> like take some time <laughs> but I, and it wasn't like i you know i just i had heard from him all week long yes and to me like yeah take space but also at least like let me know yes, where you're absolutely. at along the way absolutely like text me hey i really appreciate it I need more space. Well, and, and, and yeah, and it's not your fault because you were confused by the very mixed messages you were being sent. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I'm still here. Let's talk this afternoon. Oh, no, let's talk tonight. Oh, you know, and then... I can't wait to talk to you. I can't yeah, wait yeah, to work yeah. this out. All oh, of this. yeah, it really fucked me up. <laughs> Which yeah. it did. And and I and I feel I feel bad for him. And I, I yeah. feel bad that... that Something that I did and said in our interaction really, really brought something really deep up for him. Because I I really don't believe that he's the type of person to just ghost. And maybe maybe that's because I don't know him well. Maybe he is the person to ghost. But like, Well, I mean, clearly he is. <laughs> right? We have evidence. I mean, but maybe he just ghosted me because it was like a love bombing experience. And like, like you said, when we were talking about this last night, you said something really profound about like, when you're being love bombed, and you all of a sudden don't fit the expectations and idealization yes. of what that person sees in you. And the, it breaks the spell. Yeah, like the mirror, like the vision, the mirror breaks and all the whole like vision that was woven like shatters. And right? they're yeah, yeah. out. Yes. Whereas me, I think I've done all of this work on myself and communication. And, and all, obviously you guys know me too. Like I don't give up easily, which isn't always a good thing. But like I just wanted to talk more. And like he hurt me too. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I still really liked him and... Well, you went into this, this person is pulling away from me. I have to win their affection. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is like what I do. I know. And I think like... Yeah. I, I guess I, I... No. There's no... It's so, just, and, 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 and what's interesting is your, the, the, your interpretation on what happened is vaccines came up. I did something wrong. Right, I I got too heated or said something I shouldn't, and you're so so you're you're giving yourself no credit. You're, you're taking this really negative interpretation on your actions, and you're taking the most positive spin imaginable <laughs> on his actions, which is that he was scared and maybe was hurt and blah blah blah. When like 
another interpretation <laughs> is that is exactly what you just said of like he was like oh this person isn't this like magical perfect person that i imagine them to be and like this isn't as fun or exciting as i once thought it was like now mm -hmm. that you're like a real person and with who your has own ideas, who's, who's not perfect, who sometimes has bad days or whatever, yeah. and we're not always, you know, it's not going to be this amazing magical fairy tale where we always see eye to eye and finish finish each other's sentences and just want to cuddle all the time or whatever. Like then he was just kind of like, oh, this isn't like as fun and as exciting as I thought it would be, and he started like kind of like backpedaling out the door, you know. <sighs> yeah, it's it's hard to 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 imagine that situation because at least who I saw in him so far as a person yeah. is the best person that I have met of all of my exes combined. Hmm. Like just who he was, like what he stood for, like his mission in life was to be there for young boys and empower them to be able to cry and have feelings and like mm. so much like men's mental health and like all of this stuff. And yeah. um, so, you know, it's, it it is hard for me not to. Uh! <laughs> I'm really lot. trying, um, but yeah, like again, like it, I'm the one that they ran away from, so mm. I must be the problem. Mm. Whereas I was, I wanted them to stay. I wanted to work through it. Like I, I, and they just didn't. Because I wasn't yeah. worthy of them staying. Mm. So that's the, the rhetoric that I have in my head that, you know, I need to keep working on. Um, because I, I know that I'm this amazing person. I'm communicative. Yeah, I have anxiety, but I'm upfront with that almost immediately now with people that I meet. Sure. I'm nurturing. I made him a sandwich. I hate cooking. I hate being in the kitchen. Um, I He had a knee injury. I used my expensive scraper and I scraped his knee for him and put an ice pack on it. Like, you know, that's because that's who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. So, like, I deserve so much better than to just be left because I'm not a perfect person. Yeah. So that's where the painful part of it is and you know just like a, a funny note like i did we weren't instagram friends i i made a decisive decision not to do that because mm -hmm. i'm tired of you know meeting someone your instagram friends and then it doesn't work and then you have like well do we stay following each other like are they going to watch my stories do i like what you know like do i block them like what do we do so i just yeah. didn't follow him but I did look him up and he posted stories of what he was doing yesterday. I'm like, well, at least he's alive. Mm, yeah. You know, because I, yeah. I have that my mom's worry of yeah. like, you know. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think this sucks. Like, what a shitty, tough <laughs> experience. Right? And like, we taped an interview earlier today that listeners will hear after this episode. With Dr. Diane with at Back to Love Doc. That's so exciting. She's you guys are going to love it. And, you know, one of the things that she said is just kind of like, you know, at one point she was kind of did a little bit of like, yeah, those are the breaks. Like you're going to, you know, like getting healthier doesn't mean you're, it's going to work out with everybody. Mm -hmm. Like there's still going to be a lot of that like misalignment or even that disappointment of like, 
I thought this was going to be great and then it wasn't. And, and so I think that happened to you in this instance, you know, like the carpet got pulled out from under you in a way, and that's really shitty and painful. And I'm really sorry that that happened to you. And my hope for you is that you like that what you take away from this is not like, oh, I blew it. Right. But like that if, and when conflict happens or something happens to not go to that place of like, oh no, this is my fault. And now I have to like, I don't know, make up for it and chase mm -hmm. and like win them back and whatever. Um, right. Because it's that, you know, what you just said about kind of like that, what well, that voice inside of you was telling yourself at this time, like, my my wish for you as like one of my dearest friends is that that voice like you 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 learn to shift that voice into like i am so worthy that like i'm i'm not gonna chase like you know what i'm saying like that if this person is like pulling away from me like then like that's 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 their loss mm -hmm. you know it sounds uh -huh. really great. <laughs> well, I want to do something really quick to end. So I had I had thought about, you know, when this happened, because I get into a dark place. It's, you know, with my mental health issues that I have to continually work on. And um, when I experience this abandonment, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it puts me really dark mm -hmm. and um so you know a, a day like for that time i just i i think how can i possibly deal with more of this mm. like how can i what if i can't handle anymore mm -hmm. and so there's part of me like i reached out to a couple friends and they're like maybe you should be an anti-dater and you know <laughs> But I think join me. It's so wonderful. <laughs> but I think ultimately my desire is to be with a partner. Sure, mine too. And I just don't know that me anti-dating or putting a pause on things just because of this situation is necessarily what I need. Like Michelle, my best friend, she said this thing really beautiful to me. She was like, I am so proud of you for continuing to put yourself out there absolutely when these things keep happening to you absolutely so what i'm gonna do is i posted this on this is actually in two episodes with erin um from get getting cozy with erin on instagram um she tells us to make a list mm -hmm. um and to have our needs and our wants. So I'm just going to manifest this right now because Go I'm ahead, still going to I'm still going to manifest that someone's going to be around for my birthday. I don't know who it is. Okay. How how soon is your birthday? October 15th. <laughs> okay. Okay, my guy. Here are my needs. Empathy, kindness, self-introspection, intelligence, drive, spiritual, animal lover, liberal, strong communicator, pursues me, sense of humor, loves to travel, financially stable, desire to grow, believes in therapy, supportive, adventurous. Mm -hmm. My wants, 5'11 or taller, <laughs> athletic, good at cards and billiards because I like games, leader, wants kids, has kids, um, more of like a Christian background and chivalrous. Okay. So there we go. So now it's in the universe. 
Come on, God. <laughs> well, just to address like a couple things you said, like one, I think, yes, I think what Michelle said is so true. I am also very proud of you as your friend. Um, and it's weird. I was thinking today, I was like listening to Duncan Trussell, who's this podcaster, who's kind of like amazing and spiritual and crazy. And he's, he's a comedian. And like, he and his guests were like talking about, they're both, I think like recovered from addictions or whatever. And like, I think that's the thing, the step in the journey that I'm on right now. You know, I, I, I like describing it as like sort of getting off the roller coaster of alcohol and like more recently getting off the roller coaster of dating was that like, and that's the thing about addictions and I think about any unhealthy patterns in our life is you kind of know this thing is hurting me. Mm-hmm. And then you're also like, I can't possibly live without this thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the beautiful thing about recovery either from addiction or from those patterns. And, and I don't identify as an addict. I don't identify as a person in recovery. Um, is that you're like, oh my, like people who do get sober and like are in long-term recovery will tell you like before they got sober, they're like, I guess I can't do this drug anymore because it's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. But that also means I can never like have fun again. Mm. And then when you talk to someone like a year into their recovery, they're like, my life is so much better now than I ever could have imagined in my wildest dreams that it would be. Mm-hmm. And like, and I think for me, my reason for stepping away is to strengthen that connection with myself, to like work on loving myself and, and finding out who I am. Mm-hmm. And because like, yeah, like you're right. Like you got to ante up and like play a hand if you want to get close to someone. Mm-hmm. And the risk you're always going to take is getting hurt by that. But I think the, the question is like, is like if where, like I know for me where I am right now, I don't think continuing to like, you know, throw down my chips and play hand after hand. Oh, it's not, it's not helping me. It's actually hurting me. Yeah. And that, and if what I want in my life is this longer term idea of being partnered, because that's what I want to that riding the dating roller coaster in the same way I've been, you know, because for me, I've been at this a lot longer than you, Mm -hmm. right? I've played out the same patterns for like 15 years. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know that's not getting me any closer. Mm -hmm. And so now like something else feels like it is. And so I think you're doing amazing work and really courageous work. And I think, you know, whatever feels like is getting you closer, I think you should do that. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I and I want to affirm you that, like, I think it's, like, I'm not bashing on oh, not absolutely. dating absolutely. at all. Yeah, yeah, I, know. I, think, I think everybody has to choose what's best for them. I, I just, a lot of people have said to me, maybe you should take a break, maybe you should take a break. But, you know, Dr. Diane was just like, if you want to change your pattern, then you gotta you gotta do it you gotta dive in yeah and the truth is is if i look back 
I do actually feel like I showed up better to this one. I think so. You know, even though, sure, it was painful and I was crying and, you know, I still pursued him a little bit and, you know, maybe took too much responsibility for my part, but I haven't texted him since that last text yesterday. Hey, good for you. And And I'm not going to. Yeah. Because there's, at this point, like, there is no... Like, even if he reached out, like, he would have some major explaining, apologizing, like, if he were to ever want to reconnect. yeah. Because go, there's no excuse for ghosting. Yeah. Especially after the, the amount of interaction and intimacy that the two of you had. And especially after all the things he was saying. About, I like, know. He's like, don't worry. Yes. I know this will be exceedingly painful for you. I will never ghost you. <laughs> wild yeah i am still shook yeah like i'm shook yeah can you identify the moment you became unplugged from yourself what do you mean in the in the interaction like like do you feel like you lost like right because uh you know a lot of our a lot of people we've talked about or talked to on our show talk about this right like we lose our connection to ourself when we get into our patterns or into like trying to fix whatever's happening with the other person. Like kind of lose. Um, Yeah. I think it was when he left. Mm. When he left. That's That's when it switched and you went into into, inner child. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I tried to recover from it. Yeah. And then he was distant. Well, and because, and then he was sort of helping you recover, but then triggering it again. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was then just this roller coaster. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. My question to you. Yeah. Did I get love bombed? I, I think, you know, this is so a, the universe gives us exactly what we need sometimes in ways that are very painful, but, uh, and B, I think the other thing that's really true about this situation is, right. We talk about like you draw people and are drawn to people that are at the stage you're at. Mm-hmm. And we've talked in recent, in you know, a number of recent weeks of like where you're at this really beautiful stage of like where you are growing and changing and like letting old things go. Mm-hmm. But you ha- but the old thing you're still like holding on to him a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's where this guy is too. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's self aware in this way, but also, right, like still in his own shit. Otherwise, he wouldn't have ghosted you. And that's what's so sad about it is like, there's like, it's like. Because it's actually like we have very good communication and reassurance of each other. And and to be honest, that list that I read, which I forgot to add, believes in vaccine mandates and is vaccinated (laughs) and and supports Black Lives Matter. Like all of that is super important to me. He had like, I think all of those things on that list. Do you know? Well, that's a good point. I, at least in the first in the first glance of who he was, all of those things showed up. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, obviously, um, with his, you know, actions, yep. some of those things went away. Kindness went away. Yeah. Empathy went away. Yeah. Because that's not how he acted when he ghosted me. Yeah. Because I think if he was the guy on your list... I would hope he would be able to be like, 
hey, you know, things really changed. I'm really pulled back, but I want to tell you this straightforward so you're not, like, left wondering. And also, like, there's nothing wrong with you. And I still care about you and want the best for you. You know, like, he would have done something like that instead mm-hmm. of just dipped. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, this episode went way too long. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I appreciate you following me in my roller coaster of growth in the dating world and, and Jared's support. You're doing great. Thanks, friend. Thank you, friend. All right. Do you want to take us out? Sure. Um, so uh, find us on Instagram at hello and goodbye pod. Podcast. Cast. <laughs> You're doing all right. No, wait. Hey, okay. <laughs> at underscore Leanna Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez. Um, subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars only, please. Tell a friend about the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out to us and letting us know what the show means to you. Um, that means a ton to us. And we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye. Bye.